So let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome. So drop in. Just drop in. Let your view broaden. Pull back your perception. So that the personality is in view. But that there is distance from this personality. Personality that goes by your own name. Pull back further still from this position of observing. Let your view get wider. As if where you're looking from is receding back, back, back. See if you can see that all of manifestation rolls out from the point of perception that is in your awareness now. That the entire set of concepts that create the galaxies, all of it rolls out from the point of perception where you are. See if you can recognize that which is the same within the diversity of that which rolls out in front of you. It's not a mind thing, it's more of a, a sense. There is a sense of that which is the same underpinning all of manifestation. All that rolls out in front of you. See the body-mind character that you call yourself as, as one identifiable part 
within that infinite manifestation. See if you can recognize that which connects your point of perception to that body-mind character or personality. Let's see if it makes sense for you to recognize that the totality, all that rolls out in front of you, is within what you are. If it doesn't make sense, it's okay to leave it alone. Is that ultimately separate from your point of perception? Or is it somehow connected to it or contained within it? a big shift when the, the lens, the filter lens of duality, of non-duality, of observer, and those different perspectives come in and out. It doesn't make a huge difference. See if you can recognize how that can be smooth not such a jolt of moving from the personal back to more objective positions of perception. Your perception has to remain in the totality. You've got to come from pure perceiving. <coughs> if there is identification with any any other point that you can view from within what is manifesting, then there will be a jolt. There will be a turning on and off of the totality in your own mind. If pure perceiving remains as your point of perception, then any 
viewpoint is available to you as the totality. Nothing is lost, nothing is gained from viewing dualistically, from observing, from the I am, from the absolute, and from prior to non-duality. These steps, these stages are fluid. If your point of perception is resting in pure perceiving, pure perceiving happens without something looking at something else. Clean, pure perceiving. Pure perceiving. So stories that go through the body-mind mechanism, that thoughts that run through the mind, they're fine. They're doing their thing way down the line from your point of pure perceiving. Way down the line. Or another way of saying it is that their volume is very low. Pure perceiving, all that happens to the character, to the personality, within its own phenomenal realm, it's important, but in the wider view, really it's quite insignificant. And both perspectives are valid. Pure perceiving, where nobody is looking at anything. So let's see how you get on. If you can let your point of perception come from pure perceiving, and yet the body-mind character engages in satsang. Let's test that and see how that works. Or if there's a zooming forward to identify with the story that's going on for the individual, the person you call yourself. Is there a relocation into the body and, well, that's me in my life? Or can the totality stay as the background and that that's, that's, that's the canvas, the broader viewpoint? 
that contains all of it. Let's see. That's a bit of a high jump now. <laughs> but we'll see how you do. And some very lost looking faces, and some that are just nodding because it makes sense. There's diversity at play, huh? perspective stabilizes where pure perceiving is where your attention arises from. Pure perceiving is, is the baseline. Well, the show's over then, you know? <laughs> Okay, the chair is open if somebody wants to take it from here. several things. <clears throat> I don't know why, but I was feeling totally okay the last minute of my meditation. It was just like I was rushing back from somewhere physically, like I run and I'm agitated right now. Uh -huh. It caught me by surprise. Uh -huh. Good. Something popped up. I don't know what happened, but it's very physical. And I just feel it all over. Like, okay. like if I'd been running. Okay. Can, can you let it speak? Th that energy that's in your body, can you allow it to use your voice and, and see if it has words? That's one way to go about it. No, it doesn't have words. Okay. It's, it's, it's really just a sensation. 
not even a feeling, it's just a sensation. Huh. Just like somebody hugged you very tight and you're just there. <laughs> yes. Is it that the body is adjusting to something? Is it a vibrational shift? Perhaps. Um, um, I, I was, from before, I wanted to ask you about a, like, something re relating to uh, my energy in my body. I don't understand anything about energy in the body, but uh, one thing that, I, that I'm, that's been happening uh, for quite a while, uh, when I meditate, for example, uh, my hand shakes, for example. Mm -hmm. My right hand only. Mm. It tends, it shakes sometimes, just goes mm. right, right twitch. Yes. And I still don't understand. I'm kind of curious about that. Another aspect with respect to energy is um, uh, my temperature, especially when I sleep, where I have to always put my feet out of, uh, of the blankets because it's way too hot. But my chest is very, very, very cold. Uh -huh. Like last night, I really had to sleep hugging the pillow just because I wanted that warmth because it felt like a hole. It felt like a real hole in there. Mm. And uh, I feel that that has something to do with energy. Yes. And what happened just right now, it really hasn't happened before to me, you know, that idea of being kind of like, like if I'd been running yes. for the last minute of my meditation. Yes. So I was wondering if you could say yes. something about that. Yes, so it's... <clears throat> the shift that happens when your neurology changes, because with awakening your neurology changes, something changes in the brain, you know, the self-referencing mechanism gets turned off. And for the, the, the frequency of pure seeing, pure perception, for that to be sustained and coming through you, whatever is in the way is too dense, it has to be released in some way. Now, for some it comes through the emotional, for some it comes through an energetic, it comes through different ways. But shaking is a classic of where literally the cells are shaking off something. If you're focusing on the light in whatever shape or form that is, if you're meditating and, and you know, you're, you're focusing on something that's not violence, it's the opposite end of the spectrum of violence, that oneness and interconnectivity and beyond oneness. So when, you, when you're focusing on that, more light is in your system, mm. right? Less density. Yes. Whatever at a cellular level is still there can be shaken off, literally shaken off. Okay, and so very often twitches or involunt involuntary movements, it's just movements, you could do yeah. nothing about them and it's shaken and whatever. That's literally, literally your, shell, your cells are doing the work. They're, mm. you know, your nervous system is rattling something out so that your cells can just drop because cells have memory, cells hold trauma. Right. And so these have to shake off. So your nervous system works to like, come on, come on, come on, let's get rid of this gunge. Has no story, thankfully doesn't need a story, doesn't need therapy, doesn't need anything. It's just being mm. shaken off. We don't need to know what it is. 
which is which is great. It's a very efficient way of doing it. You see? I hear you. Yes. Yes. So there's some version of that happening with with all four incidences, from your hand to your chest to the overheating. It's all part of the same thing. Everything, everything you're saying is like this is. These are all lining up as conditions within the same system. System. Exactly. You know, that your, your nervous system is, is working hard to try and balance stuff out and throw out what's not working. The hole in your heart, for sure, it's, uh, you said chest and I'm saying heart. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Mine is kind of like bigger, it's just like, okay. that's why I say like, because it kind of like... It really, it includes the solar plexus too. Yeah, it does. Ah. Yeah, it's not, it's not localized. Yeah. Like, it's real like... And yeah. it even has a kind of like a shape, like it's not square, uh-huh. like, like round edges here. I sense it. Yeah. I don't see it. I sense you it. You sense it. Yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. big hole. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Please proceed. The, yeah. hole <laughs> <laughs> the hole in your heart. <laughs> yes, yes. So, from an energetic point of view, luckily we have information about the chakra system. Um, and you're familiar with the chakra system? A little. A little bit. Okay. So the, the two chakras, if it's down that low, this is the solar plexus here. And the solar plexus is your will. Primarily, it's your will. Your own will. Mm-hmm. Okay? A good way to deal with, with a blockage at this point in your solar plexus is I surrender my personal will to divine will. Okay, good. I've, I've, I've been practicing on that acceptance. Aha, acceptance, okay. acceptance, yes. acceptance. Yes. I've been practicing on yes, that. Yes, that's all solar plexus stuff. Okay. And it's and f- from a spiritual perspective, they're the issues that the whole the solar plexus holds. Okay? So it's like surrendering personal will, which is like of course accepting divine will, surrendering, surrendering. From at the denser level, what the solar plexus holds is self-confidence. So if your self-confidence, if there was an issue there that the personality needed to pull together for himself or square up or get closure on, it would be around your self-confidence. I've been working on that too. Okay, all right. And it's becoming much easier to take a step. Hey, excellent, excellent. Self-confidence and anger. Okay? Yeah. Solar plexus, personal issues. Solar plexus, spiritual issues. Divine will versus personal will. So you can even have the spiritual stuff going on and you haven't finished the personal stuff. And, and you, know, that's, you know, that's the average, I suppose, uh, progression. But look, you know, it, it, all these parts are movable. Okay. okay? So you've got to keep in mind, okay, is it... Is it yeah, is it my confidence? Is there a need to build more assertiveness? Is there anger that's inverted? Can anger flow freely through my system? When, when I'm angry, does it just pop and it's done? Men are much better than that than women. You know, we smolder, you know. <laughs> and then it's like an explosion and, and the person that gets it doesn't have a clue what, what's going on, you know. It's like, well, actually, it started about a month ago. <laughs> you know, <it's> like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, whoa, all these things joined in until it was ready to explode. So anger is a more, a more trickier one for women usually. But the male model is really healthy. It's like, thump, out it comes and it's gone. It's dissipated. 
<coughs> and, and all emotions will end up like that. It's like, whoops, they're active and thunk, and they're out and that's it and it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. So that you're so clear and so fluid that whatever human expression needs to happen, it's fluid. There's a flow. Right. You see? Yeah. So anger has to do that too. So you'll know yourself if there's, how, how are you with anger? You know? Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I can get angry and I, I can try to see it. Sometimes I'm in the middle of it and later on it's like I didn't see it coming. Okay. And okay. I kind of like go through the effects of it, which are negative, you know. But, uh, but I'm keeping an eye open on, on that okay. constantly. And constantly. is yes. trying not to make it uh, an effort. And I, I, yes. I think I'm assimilating that condition. I yes. feel I feel relaxed. It's not like I'm an angry person or anything. Yes. But it, it when it shows up, it shows. Uh, it has happened before that it shows up, and it's like mm-hmm. I didn't know what happened. In a sense, you know, yes. I was possessed by it. Yes. And I feel that uh, that uh, now I'm. At least I, I see it coming, or I see it, or I'm able to kind of like, okay, okay, you know, just realize. Okay, yeah. okay. So now that we're on the anger track, I want to just add in yes. another piece of information about anger. <clears throat> anger, um, the, the healthy anger, the, ha- the anger that will always be there, which is part of being yeah. human, is up it comes, it's dealt with, there's no story, and it's just an expression. It's clean. Right. It's just clean. The anger that ha- needs a bit of work, you, you mightn't see it coming. It might have an accumulated effect. It might be bubbling for a while. It's in some way blocked. It's just not clean and pop and pop out. Uh-huh. Do you know a really good way of, of, of unraveling anger that's not completely flowing yet? Is that anger almost always is based on an unsatisfied desire, which has nothing at all to do with the current scenario. An unsatisfied desire way back. It's usually far back. An unsatisfied desire, mm-hmm. there's, there's anger. And very often as a kid, you know, as a kid, mm-hmm. it's like, I want this, and I have no understanding why I can't have it. And an anger, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. like a, an anger loop begins. Mm-hmm. So an unsatisfied desire, just the seeing of an unsatisfied, like, okay, was this anger that I'm feeling or that I felt that I lost the plot with this morning, like, was that anger realistic with, with what happened? Or was it like, that's kind of a disproportionate response really to what happened when I'm right. clearly looking. If it's a disproportionate response, you'll find it's worth investigating and you'll find an unsatisfied desire underneath it. Is it is it to investigate it as you get in the moment of getting angry, or can work be done kind of like on a meditation cushion as well? In a meditation cushion, okay. yeah, in a meditation cushion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's something that happens to me. Like um, uh, from other practitioners, I've heard uh, a lot, like more like the psychological. Uh, aspects of, of their lives and sometimes I wonder um, about myself with respect to that because usually when when uh, when I practice and everything seems to be relating to not to that psychological aspect 
And I have inquired on that whether I'm suppressing very, very strongly, you know? And it's like, because nothing comes up. Like saying, mm -hmm. like, uh, yet at the same time, I've done a lot of work personally. I think that I've done a lot of work with respect to uh, seeing uh, things with respect to the psychological baggage. Okay. Uh, seeing uh, uh, certain things, uh, uh, accepting, uh, mm. but really feeling it. Yes. Um, accepting it, uh, also um, forgiving. Also, like, uh, for example, I think about my, my mother or my father. It's like, I think they, they were cool from, you know, and yeah. also it has happened to me to imagine, for example, my mother as a child. Yes, yes. It's like, why yes. do I expect so much, uh, or why would I? I don't, really, but why would I expect so much? Uh, this is putting everything within that psychological thing that I uh -huh. don't seem to it doesn't seem to impact me so so harshly. Yeah, um, lucky you. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, but it's I'm, true. It's true. It's, but I, I guess part of that is uh, is that like saying, for example, going back to to my mother mainly, um, saying I I didn't have a, a very strong relationship with with my mother, but um, at the same time I I see. I imagine her, for example, as a as a kid. Yes. I imagine her, for example, her her dreams, her mm -hmm. wishes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to her. Mm -hmm. Like you, or nobody knows what happened to your mother or to your father when yes. they were kids or when yes. they were going. Because we are so selfish sometimes mm -hmm. that we are so self-centered, thinking I, me, my, me, 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 of me. Course. And then to be able to open up a little and to say, okay, what what happened there? So much. Yes. That linkage that we always have, yes. psychological baggage is always usually stereotypically, I mean, reality is usually linked to this idea of, uh, of the parents and grandparents and yes. uh, when you were young. Yes. And, uh, and that happened when I looked carefully at yes. my mother, saying like, wow, I think she's really cool. Like, yes. uh, I don't know what her dreams were, and whether she realized her dreams or not, what impact that, that had on her, uh -huh. and still she managed, yes. you know? Yes. And uh, even though we didn't have a strong relationship due to distance, we, we were separated. So, um, uh, and I just see things like that. Yes. And, and I came to terms, I feel that I came to terms with it and said like, okay, that's good. Yes. So I never brought that Great. to to teach her something yes. to say, oh, I'm in pain because, well, you know. Uh. <laughs> so I don't know. Yes. And at one point I was afraid, am I really, like, really, because I can have some, some of my will, you know, am I really suppressing something without knowing? And when is the time for me to say, okay, forget it, I have to move on? Yes. You know, if, yes. if I feel that honestly I've done my work, yes. I really have to move on and you not do. to linger there. That's right. And I come to terms with that. It's like I'm moving on. Okay. And I don't feel like I have anything like to, to share with respect to that. Good for you. So Yes. But I still have a hole in my heart. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Because that's all you can do is use your own honesty and integrity to, to, to check in and if there's it's an openness, one of my main tools I think oh it's fantastic it's the essential essential thing is just having that pure honesty with yourself and if there's an openness you know then there's no denial and it's like okay if it's going to show it's going to show but 
know, thinking up about your base chakra, which is, you know, safety and security and, you know, primal I'm fear. I'm, I'm lucky I have a job. I, this, yeah, these things, like, see, I feel so blessed. Yeah. And yeah. in that sense, I yeah. need to, I want to, I, I'm reminding myself constantly, be grateful, be yeah. grateful, be grateful, because... Yeah. My situation is not perfect, of course. Uh, but, sure, uh, but like, what's perfect? I mean, the yeah. idea of being able to, for example, do something like this, come to a retreat, yeah. like that, that is a luxury. Sure. It is, it is a luxury sure. for, for all of us who are here, one way or the other. Sure. And to be grateful that we come back to our homes and things yes. like that. So, yes, 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 yes. So I'm, I'm lucky that way. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. How about the heart check? Yes. Okay. So, so just to just to recap as, as we were going. So so be, because you, you know because you have like heart and solar plexus and this this hole this coldness over the two of them. It it does make sense that the other two are okay. The base and the second chakra are okay. It does. You would have that that feeling going down your core. You would have it. If there was um, something on this object, you would. If you're getting that sensation over two chakras, you'd have it over the other two if there was stuff stuck there. Okay. And if it comes in, you'll know. You're like, okay, what's going on now? Oh. Do you know? But, so you've got an indicator telling you where there's difficulty. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense to you because of the anger and the will. You know, it's like, all right, okay. So, so you're getting the signals. Okay, I, good, good, good. Don't I, think you're one for suppressing. I can't see any evidence of that. You know, so yes, I, I, and and I and you have the signals, you know, of where the work needs to happen. So what do you do? You got to work where where the signals are coming yes. from. Okay, so the heart chakra is the emotional center, obviously. Um, ultimately, all that is not of love has to leave. Mm. I'm sorry. All that is not not of, of love, love yes. has to leave. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that's what's going to happen. So that emotions pass through. But that fundamentally, there's just always love there. Right. Just, just always, it's always, there's just love, you know? Yes. That that kind of is found to be what lies beneath the layer of coldness, whatever sensation is on top. So something has worked out that, that the pure expression of love from here isn't ready yet to just be completely open. Okay. And clear. Okay. So sometimes we put coldness over to protect ourselves. Yes. Or because the timing isn't right for your own destiny. Right. It can be anything. But to put it in, it must be psychological. Mm, it, it's a good place to check out, but you've got a system for checking it out. So I've been inclined to look at other avenues. Okay. Do you know? Makes sense. You know? Yeah. Um, where, where is self-love? Where are you at with self-love? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Um, yeah. I do, I do acknowledge I tend to be a loner. Yeah. Um, um, does that work for you? Uh, yes, it does. Okay. Uh, uh, where am I with self-love? Yeah. Um, again, I, I, going back to the first night when I talk about this concept of love, like sometimes the word gets in there and it kind of like tends to model things out, the, the words, the meaning of words. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I, I feel, uh, for example, when we did the first meditation, uh-huh. the stream of love yes. uh, from, from the, uh, 
from the real self to the uh, yes to the character. Uh huh. And I mentioned that that I, I uh, since I'm looking at the character, uh, uh, it was gratitude, uh, like like. Uh, Tenderness, not, yes. not gratitude, it yes. was tenderness. Yes. There was this feeling, feeling yes. of, of tenderness. Yes. And there was kind of understanding. Yes. You know, that kind of like everything everything is okay, but there was this this feeling of tenderness. Yes. And I'm very quick at that, at feeling tenderness for people. Okay. And uh, and I don't forget about myself. Uh-huh. Because I feel like 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 I cannot do that. I cannot uh, do the the right thing, the good thing, the, the uh-huh. okay thing for others. If if I haven't taken care of my own house, yes, sure. So I I, I usually work on on those two yes. uh, levels. Try to be open, but uh, again, I I yeah, self love. Uh, I don't understand it too too well, but I feel okay. I feel I feel good. Like I, I yes. do I do the right thing. I eat well. Um, I try to eat well. I try uh-huh. to do the right thing for uh-huh. my body, for my mind. I know when when I fail, I'm okay. doing too much uh, computer work. It's like that's not good. that's trash. Okay. For me. Yes. For yes. me, and it's like uh, there is a problem there. Trying okay. to minimize your screen time or things okay. like that. Okay. So. Uh, what I read, for example, uh-huh. seems to be uh, uh, enhancing. Okay. Uh, Do you have a, a pattern of criticizing yourself? No. Well done. No, I don't. Well done. All right. And, and I was afraid at one point, uh, like, I don't know, the, the idea of coming from there, that uh, because uh, when I practice non-judgment, like, uh, be careful, are, are you... Like keeping an eye and see if I was being arrogant or if I had the the seed of arrogance in me, which I guess we all do, but uh, to monitor that, yes, you know, on the other, sure. on the other end of the spectrum, sure. sure. So like, uh, okay. know, like no self criticism, but at the same time, okay. it's like no criticism to the other. Stop that. Yes, like the yes. mind. Like, okay. Yes. You know. Okay, you've got some very good habits in place, and they will stand to you. You know? They 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 have helped me. I think, they, yeah, they have helped me to see. Yes. How like to be more okay. Yes. You know? Yes. Okay. So I'd like to see you move beyond tenderness for yourself. Okay. When when what would happen for for. For that to no longer be needed, or no longer an idea, or no longer necessary, or no longer feeling good. The uh, the tenderness. Yes, towards yourself. Yes. Uh, that's that's something that I'm. That probably, if I get a chance later on to come back up again and sure. talk to you, because I don't want to take so much time. But the idea is like not only with tenderness, but with everything. Yes. It's like I feel like sometimes it's like those things. Just kind of like, like, I don't have anything to grab onto at this moment, and yeah. it feels comfortable. It feels really great. And yet, at the same time, there is a little thing like that's weird in me. Saying like, with respect to, I, I don't care whether it stays or go or yes. go because yes. uh, it, to me that is is still a concept. It is a concept, yes. And uh, and uh, the reality of my, whatever, myself. 
is that uh, I, I, I do that. I'm already in that groove of, of being okay with myself and okay. trying to be okay and keeping track of like when, when I'm about to, to not to do the right thing. And so it doesn't bother me whether a tenderness... Okay, but is, is it happening in response to something else? The, the tenderness? Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I think so. Uh, probably, if, if, if I want to relate it, probably to, uh, uh, to my mother uh, not being there, uh, probably. So you then, know, like, then that story is running. Like, it's running? You see, okay. you see, when we were doing that meditation and you found tenderness, your character was coming with you. The mind uh -huh. was coming with you. So I was adopting like a motherly potential. You're, yeah, like you're doing something from story, mm -hmm. from a psychological story. Good. Something is going on there. So, so the tenderness has to be transcended. It might be there, but right now it's charged. Uh, it's, it's charged with something. Okay. Because it, 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 it's too important to you. It's like it's, it's coming up too frequently. It, it's got something. It's got some little bit of gravel in it, you know. Uh -huh. There's something in that, the tenderness, and if if it's if it's we've got we've got we've got some kind of coolness in your heart chakra. When you when you step back and try to find that frequency of love, you find tenderness towards yourself. So you're redressing something, whether it's just out of a habit or whether it's balancing something else. If you feel it is balancing something else, then it's completely a dualistic paradigm. Right. Completely dualistic. Yeah. That's going to hold you back. Yeah. Because you, you, love, the kind of love I'm talking about that happens in your heart chakra is not dualistic love. Right. It's not love for anything. Right. But, but spiritually, your heart chakra is going to start at the start and make sure that you love yourself. That's where it starts. And when that story is calm, then the me, myself, I story is calm. And at this moment, I, f I feel like, like those things are receding. Okay, we're losing your volume oh, there. Or oh, oh, this is going Sorry, on. it just, yeah, dropped down a lot. Yeah. There we go. Let's see if that can do it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <coughs> at, at this moment, uh, it seems to me like, like uh, concepts in, in general, uh, like they're receding. So like, what about the concept that, of, of the, the coolness over your chest and your solar plexus? That's a reality to ah. me. That's not a concept at all. It, I was really, like, it's really, it's real. It's, it's like... Really? Concepts, concepts don't, didn't like, create that anywhere? Oh, I, I, I don't, I felt that. Uh -huh. And I feel that. Yes. And I feel the, the, the heat, for example, in my feet mm -hmm. that I have to stick him out. Uh, I, I get the, the shaking, but I... Okay, so, so that's real. Like, absolutely real? Phenomenally real? I don't know. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Okay. Just like, uh, just like uh, I guess, being hungry and having to eat. Okay. Uh, you know, it just happens. But the but fact I, that you talk about it, there must be a concept in there somewhere about it. I guess... Uh, I want to understand, like, because, you know, like, I was wondering, like, the framework, the, the, the context for that was, like, this idea of energies, what's happening to the energies in this body, and I yes. guess it was about uh, 
understanding that, and of course, it's this idea to kind of like, I don't know if it is to make sense of things. Okay. Is it necessary to, to make sense of Understanding helps, no? But it just, mm. the mind calms down if it gets an explanation sometimes. It doesn't really need it. But that's but where I'm, I'm debating about that. Like, how much of it, how much questioning do I need to, to how, may, how, how many questions do I need to have? Uh, I don't know. At one level, you need them. You yeah. need understanding. And at another level, it's not relevant at all. Right. Depends on where you're operating from. But the Jack approach is clean the whole thing out. I don't want any dark corners yes. of ignoring anything. That's the Jack approach. That's why we go the full spectrum and find out where you are and clean up everything along the way. Yes. So what I'm concerned with is that when something is believed into your reality, you don't see that it's believed by yourself. It's a concept believed to be real and that that's what gives it the reality the feel reality. to it. Yeah. yeah, you're saying, no, this, this isn't a concept, that this is real. It's like, really? So there's a whole sequence of concept, and it's accepted and believed into your reality, and that's how come it's presenting as real. Yeah. It's not real. It's just real for you, because it's believed into your reality. So concepts are not only of the mind. Concepts can be like... Your hand shaking. Yes. There's a concept in there somewhere. If it's manifesting, there's a concept in the ingredients somewhere. Somewhere. Yes. Yeah. If something is already manifesting in form, it's like, okay, going after the concept is just probably going to deny it. If we just go after the concept, it's like, whoa, that's, that's something that I've believed, actually. I can just see that that's a belief that might get rid of it but if it's already had that time of accumulating and it's connected to a whole other set of beliefs then it is giving you an experience so that the experience needs to be had it has set up a scenario for the experience to be had phenomenally right. so a phenomenal response is needed now because it's already in the phenomenal the concept has grown to such an extent that it's appearing as real so we have to imagine that it's real so now we're completely in duality talking about the sensation over these two chakras. Because we have to respond at the level with, within which it's manifesting. Does that make sense? That leads me to how do I know what I believe in? Because uh -huh. I, I feel like, like before I had certain opinions. Yes. And I feel, and that's where I said enough, Sure. I feel like, well, those those opinions, those things are, I I sense I, I yeah of course I, I realize like they're easily available. I'm not, I'm not so critical of certain things as I used to be, and All right. and I I feel that I will have to continue working as long as I'm the character or you know the, yes. on those issues. Yes, uh, and I accept that and perfect. But I, but then at the same time, it's like, when is the time for me to say, like, I, I don't have the beliefs? Because I, that's, in a sense, that's how I feel that I'm going. And it seems to me like that is the right thing to do. Not to have uh, strong beliefs or strong opinions that interfere with the goodness of the world. Sure. So how do I know what I mean? 
I'm Nastine. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm inviting you to drop into a more subtle level. More subtle. Subtle layer within yourself of seeing. How you'll know when you know. It's, it's a constant unfolding, and that always happens. No? How, how should I perceive in yes. this particular case? Because yes. I'm, I'm still kind of like... Yes. I Can don't have a clear hand. Yeah. Okay, okay. So this sensation of what's appearing as real, let's say it's overheating in bed at night, where you've got to cool down your body. Okay. We can answer with a phenomenal thing. I mean, right. sure. And it could be something medical, and that could be the phenomenal response. But when you're doing a lot of spiritual work, it's usually spiritual. It's usually some... some the response is usually mm. in the spiritual realm. Yeah. Usually, you know? So, so we usually start looking there in, in the spiritual realm. Now, something is happening in the body. So we've got an effect. It's overheating. Mm-hmm. Because it's now in the realm of a physical manifestation, we're going to look at cause. Because cause and effect is one of the laws in duality. So what can be causing this? Right. Of course there's a set of concepts back there. But they're so far back, it's not going to be one. It's going to be an accumulation of stuff. Mm, they're, they're too far back. We've got steps to sort out before you can ever see the concepts that have believed this into your reality. Okay. It's too far back. Okay. Because we're, we're, we're in duality. It's showing up as a manifestation. Okay. A real I understand. Space, time, effect. That's yes. not very comfortable. Okay, so we're looking at the causes. Okay, why can your body overheat? So you can look at the medical, and you can look at the spiritual, and you can look at the psychological, you can look at it all. But if we start with the spiritual, which is what would, I would advise you to do, you see if there's a spiritual cause first, before mm-hmm. anything else. So, so something, you can, you can investigate and explore if your mind needs understanding. Does your mind need understanding to what the cause is? And yeah, okay, you can ask Dr. Google, you know. Google has a lot of answers to things. Do you know? Overheating in the spiritual path and see what you get, you know? I've already done the shaking of the hand. All right. Nothing came out of it. And Did I just it not? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. definitely shifting of vibration. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, where was I? Okay, so, so looking at the spiritual causes, do I need an answer? Does my mind really need that? This would be the first place I'd go. Does my mind need to know what the cause is for this effect? Or can I let it go? I I can totally let it go. Okay. I'm kind of like open. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you totally let it go, it's quite likely that the concept that created it will be let go also. That's quite likely. If there's a complete letting go of a symptom, you'll find that the unraveling will go right right the whole way through and sometimes it just fades out and in in that sometimes it's like gosh gosh you know it seemed to stop the same time as the shaking lesson or something else did and afterwards very much afterwards some clarity comes about what happened okay okay so what i'm concerned about is that when something appears in your world the reality feel does not make it reality. I understand now. That's appearing as phenomenal. Uh-huh. A phenomenal thing. Right? Yeah. There are a gazillion causes for everything. 
there's loads of causes. So many things need to be in place for anything to actually have an effect. So many things. But our minds are so limited that we're very happy with one cause. We're really happy with one cause. Do you know? And like, oh, that's the cause of that, you know? And, and now I can put it to bed. So you've told me that you're able to drop the cause. So I'd like to introduce the idea, there's loads of causes for things. There really are. So many conditions must be in place for an effect to happen. And one of them, one of the essential causes, is that it is being believed into your reality. You, as pure consciousness, are believing it to make it real. You see, pure consciousness does, think, does two things. It essentially creates an idea that will stay as an idea or will manifest into physical form. It's doing one or the other. Both come from a bank of concepts. It's like consciousness is a concept-making machine. Some of the concepts will stay as idea, and fantasy, idea, whatever. Just intellectual property <laughs> of consciousness. And here, the concepts reality. will turn into form. Now, you can call that reality, but it's only appearing as real. It's just concepts that have that extra layer. Now, your spiritual practice has been about dealing with these concepts. The concepts that are, that are thoughts. You've been really looking at your thoughts. So you're, you've, you've, you've got a good handle on these. It's like, hello, this is the other flip side. I'd like to introduce you to this side. Yes. Get to know how pure consciousness uses concepts and what is it that turns them, gives them the reality feel to it and they're believed to be happening in duality. And they, I mean, they really look like this is a microphone. Of course it is. Yeah, I am, I am myself. Yes. I'm solid. And yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you're solid and you're yourself. Exactly. That's, that's appearing as real. You know? Yeah. But on another level, it's not real at all. It's known not to be real. So for that window to open up to you, it would be a really good place for you to start to see what is the connection between a concept and it appearing as real. What happens there? There's a lot of concepts. There's a lot of causes for one effect. They're the two things you've got to, you know, open up to. There's a lot of causes. There's a lot of concepts. So I've been working on that, like, um, just I feel that it addresses that, uh, the idea of... Uh, um, every everything being interconnected, yes. simultaneously with yes. uh, with um, with everything changes. Yes, you know that you mentioned that uh, you yes. touched a little bit about that and the concept of of emptiness. Yes, and from the Buddhist perspective, I feel that you were going that you didn't you mentioned that. Yeah, you? just mentioned it. Yeah, and uh, so is that what you're talking about, because... There has to be space for both. Yeah. When, when awakening happens, or, or, or prior to awakening, where it's really clearing out and you're moving towards liberation, when that is happening, the reality feel to something will always be recognized as a reality feel. It will be known. Yes, this is happening in the phenomenal. It's known. It's not even a concept. It's a knowing that whatever is happening here and now in this room is actually just appearing. You will always know, no matter what, it's never actually real. Now, how are you going to get to, for that? Where, how are you going to land there? And that's what I'm directing you to. 
how is that knowing going to show itself to you? So we have to start breaking down what makes it appear as real. Do you see? Yeah. What we're really doing is, okay, we're dismantling that so that your bandwidth can stretch back to prior, to non-duality, which is where that real emptiness void kicks in. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm reluctant to give too many concepts about right. that because it's right. like, right. let's just land you there through breaking up what is creating this idea right. of reality. this is real, yeah. of reality. Good. Okay, it's a whole other layer now. It's like into this new subtle layer. Do you feel you've got a map of it? More or less. Yeah, I have okay. to process it though. But, For I, sure. but I get a. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And as you move into this this cold area in your chest, will will lessen. Should Should I kind of like work with that and begin some from there, as a as a as a play around of, with it and okay. see what you think. Okay. See what feels. I'm, I'm, it might give you... Because a, I still see it as real. It's yes, you do. And, you do. Yeah, so, so you see, the so thing unravel. is, if you can... Okay, here would be a way to do it. You can ask it, show me how you're unreal. Show me oh. the unreality of this okay. experience. That would be a good way okay, to do it. Okay, that's beautiful. Yeah, because yeah. my reluctance would be around, if you're going to take this as valid, this feeling in your chest as valid... Well, well, now we're starting from the illusion. Now we're starting from Maya. Like, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Oh. We can't take it that that's real. It's not real. But it has to be acknowledged at the same time because otherwise we're suppressing oh, and denying. Right, right, right. You see? I, I think that's a beautiful way of doing it. Um, yeah. 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 I would consider to neutralize that. Uh, yes. And then yes. show me how. Yes, show this me is how this real. is not real. Show me. Yes. You know, and, and see if you can be, open to be led to wisdom from that. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah. Yes. I'll do that. Yeah. Yes. Good. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Sure. Oh, Shamal, I was supposed to... You were... Ah, oh, it's okay. Well... Yeah, do you want to come up? Do you want to come up? And then All right. Yeah, sure. My sequence going... Hello. Hi. <clears throat> so, again, during his response, I was sort of feeling like, well, I don't really have anything to say. You know, it's sort of dissipated. But uh, during the experience of meditation this morning, uh, I guess this is a, a story, but uh, there was a feeling of um, like I was going way back to like, like, felt like just in the outer reaches of space, the beginning of things, or before, I don't know, just felt that way. And, okay. and, uh, and there was this looking upon the landscape of, um, you know, the manifest. And yes. there was a feeling it was very dear. Ah. You know, it was just like, huh. it was a very dear feeling, you know. Yes. So there was an emotional <coughs> overtone to it. Yes. And I, that's basically, what I wanted to share was just this, uh, I think there was a recognition on yes. some level. Yes. And, um, and then while you were speaking with, um, I'm sorry, I forgot his name. Tears a lovely fellow. Tears a lovely The very tender fellow. Um, <laughs> um, I really, I was, I was gently trying to stay, remember the perceiving, the pure perceiving. And um, 
I think it's a practice. I mean, it's a remembrance that you have to hold, right? It's a remembrance because we're so used to just diving right into our opinion response. Yes. So it's a stepping back, it seems, and just... It's just like an holding. undoing of the habit yes. of going into my drama. Yes, it's yes, undoing. undoing. It so it's lovely. I mean, I don't know if there's anything to ask about that. It's more just... I think it needs to be, you know, like in the Vinyana Bhairava, I think it is, a sacred text. They say if you can walk around for three days and... every Well, we can't look into each other's eyes, but... If you look into every person's eyes and see pure consciousness, mm. I think they claim it can free you, which I can understand that because you're depersonalizing, you're seeing yes. the truth. Yes, yes. You know? Yes. So it's very much the same sort of thing. It's yes. a remembrance. Yes. And it feels good. Yes. <laughs> okay, can I add in something? Okay, please. Um, <clears throat> the... the, the the zone, for the want of a better word, you know, like there's the duality zone mm. and the non-dual zone, okay, and, you know, the observer is another zone, okay, a right. hangout perspective. There, there, is, there is a zone of where, um, it's, it, it's a zone of the absolute, mm. right, and the essence of, mm, it, it's like the birth of absolutes comes at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So there's absolute truth, absolute beauty, right. absolute perfection. There's no absolute violence. There's no absolute greed. There actually isn't. It's that, that begins in duality. That's, that's way down that's there. That's way down there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it, it's gone. It's as, gone. As you unravel, it's gone. You know, there's, there's only the goodness. That's why we're, we're drawn towards goodness right. on the spiritual path, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so it, 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 I'm wondering, it, it feels like that, that you hit into one of those absolute... I would frequencies, say so. mm-hmm. because when you spoke about it, it you know, it was dear. It, it, yes, it felt like something resonated in your body, but it actually wasn't a, a concept. Your mind makes it a concept, but it actually, it was something that was felt, a felt sense yes, before it felt. became. Mm-hmm. It's like something from there mm-hmm. ran through and then was mm-hmm. interpreted. Mm-hmm. That's how I could read it as you as you were talking. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so it's interesting to know the frequencies, the mm. absolute beauty, absolute truth, absolute love. Mm. Those absolutes, uh, they're the first thing that flows out of absolute. Mm. They, they're the divine attributes. The divine attributes. Yes. You got it. You got yes. it. Uh-huh. So while the, the concept was, it, it was dear, it feels, like, <coughs> it feels like you hit upon a frequency of absolute. Absolute. As you were passing back, yeah. One right. of the divine attributes. Okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know, maybe I was over-dramatizing before the Big Bang, but it just felt like a drawing yeah, back. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Make it a nicer story or something. But it just sure. felt like I was... If, and I wrote a poem once called Who You Are, and it starts with, Across planets and stars you did travel to seek life on Earth. Here to, un- Here to unravel a life free and... Wait, across planets and stars you did travel to seek life on earth here to unravel a destiny f- free of distortion, a life of endless horizon. I don't remember the destiny part. A life of endless horizon free from distortion. Mm. That's the fourth line. Mm. Hmm. And this poem rolled out. Yes, yes. It's one of my few rhyming poems. It just yes. rolled out. Yes. You know, and... Yes. Uh, 
destiny sweet and filled, filled with something, filled with something nice, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I usually know the poem. It's so much in me, this poem. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Filled with good fortune. Yes, when, when your perception is pulled yeah. back, it's, it can be really tough on the brain to right. pull up phenomenal stuff. It can be really tough, even if right. the content, you know, came from back there. Right. It, it, it's, yes. it's very obvious that you can't, you know, it's yeah, very yeah, natural yeah. that you actually can't remember something that you really right, know. Right, right. That's fine. Oh, and speaking of a poem, I wrote a poem about curved lines and right angles years ago. Okay. I'll Gosh. show you at some point. Gosh. Maybe you should give me that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it later because yes. we discussed that yes. last night. Yes. All right. So really there's no question. It's sort of uh, a checking in. Really. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And to recognize the absolute attribute. Yeah. And go prior to it. Go prior. Yes. Okay. Because it's very nice hangout zone. Well, it feels like the absolute comes from the heart. It's like divine attribute. You know, it's sort okay. of feels like that. There's sort of a yeah, whatever, however you want to. Yes, put it. exactly. That's, that's how, how how it shows right, up right. in 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 this perceiving machine right, right, called right. the body. Exactly. Yes. It's the divine attributes of the heart. Yeah. And the, Okay. okay. All right. So going prior. Yes, go prior, and to okay. recognize the absolutes, you know, to recognize mm. them, you know, it's a whole zone. It's a whole zone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Hi there. Hi. <clears throat> How are you getting on? Well. Good for you. Very quiet. Such a pleasure to sit across from you. The pleasure is here. Me Can sitting with me. That's all that's happening, mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. I experience it like that. Good or not like a... Yes. To raise More. the volume of your voice just a tad, yeah. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Great. Now you're on it. Yeah. Um, it's very cumbersome. <laughs> sure. It's very grand. <laughs> A big thing in front of me. Um, There's duality for you. Mm. <coughs> I wanted to just uh, check in and see. You know, there, there isn't... Uh, Question. I just thought I'd kind of rift and and feel out this space. When I sat in Austin with you, there was a, a great shift of a release of of fear or looping in a certain way. Like I spoke to. I don't even really remember what the story was, but it was around, uh, you know, financial Oh, I remember now. Yes, I do remember, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm in this space of really hanging as 
a witness where, like, I imagine I saw one documentary one time about cornstarch, and I love the analogy that all we are is like bubbling cornstarch with a story. <laughs> and, and that's okay. my experience. <laughs> like, it doesn't, even when people sit up here, you gave the instruction at the beginning to go wide and see if you can just perceive, and, and I can pull out or narrow, you know, if I think of it as like a focus with my eyes, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. pinpoint and fixate or go wide. Yes, it's like perception. that. Yes. And when I say cornstarch, it's like it's really me, my, I, this, that. It's like really nothing more important than yes. the bubbling of... Oh, yeah. Bubbling is the drama story. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get it. Okay. If I, I'll try to put it into a question, because this is a contemplation that's with me often. And I think that was what, well... How much of this body-mind has a known trajectory, like Arjuna, saying that it's happening, like you will kill your brother, like whatever I've come in here to, to do in, in this life stream, how much of that is set and how much do I really have an active, like uh, phrase it another way, I am in a place of witnessing, there's not a lot of impetus of making something happen, mm. of action, mm. and I wonder Mm-hmm. You know, what is, what is the ballast uh, between the two of perceiving and when I have had an impetus to do something, it's been very, very, very clear, but that hasn't been true for me. And in society and in the play, people are very clear about their purpose or what I've come here to do or I'm going to do this, you know, and, and that sits very foreign to me. Like, I'm actually shifting in this place now of, I like money. I don't have any money right now, but I've had a lot of money, and I like money. And I'm just going to explore going back to making a lot of money, because it's fun, just for the fun of it. For the fun of it, yes. You know, like, I don't feel a calling or a purpose or an alignment with anything specifically. Okay. And I'm sitting huh. at this place of going, okay, well, that was pleasurable. Yes. And not pleasure. Like, I don't know, I'm in this very... Uh, mm, I don't know if I've placed it well. And, no, um, I have you. I have you. I can see. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Is there attachment to making money? Not really. Like, I'm sitting going like, okay... Like, there's attachment to paying the rent, maybe. All right. Yeah, maybe. All right. Because right, I'm also like, oh, that'll be interesting. Let's see what she does if it just all goes out and then nothing else comes in. Okay. All right. You know, so I yes. don't feel... But yes. There's a pleasure in luxury. All right. Like, I wouldn't say attachment, but it's like... Very good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Tactily... Yes. To feel things that are, 
Yes, beautiful. Cashmere. Yes. A great steering wheel or... Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. It, I totally get it. The, the, the only red flag is if there's an attachment to it, if there's desire for it. But you're, you're talking from a very healthy place about it, actually. It's just like, there's nothing to do. There's no big thing. But what, what the big thing is, is to have fun. That's what the big thing is, is to enjoy. That's your big thing. Is there something wrong with that? <laughs> no, it's wonderful! <laughs> because that's what pure consciousness is doing. Mm. The whole friggin' thing is a game. Mm. It's all a game. It's all to be enjoyed. But we take it so friggin' seriously. And we contract in, you know. We take it so seriously. But it's all to be enjoyed. So it feels like you've, you've tuned into that part. It's like, actually, there's no movement coming in. I'm just telling you what you're saying, what you said to me back again. See if this right. sounds right. Cause I can see you. So, so it's like, not, no movement from within, no sense of purpose, nothing that I have to do, bucket list. Well, what would that be? Okay, it's empty. All right. So if that's truly empty... Of course, the natural impetus of pure consciousness is underneath all our desires around how we can improve on what pure consciousness is trying to do. Mm. You know, and we have all these ideas that are based on our own trying to keep ourselves alive. Imagine that we're alive, you know, something to do and responsible and all these things that give us credibility as, as individuals. But underneath it, pure consciousness is just, is just doing it for the heck of it. It's just exploring what it can explore for the heck of it. Mm. And it's fundamentally having fun. It's enjoying itself. Mm. It's about joy, enjoying itself. So it feels like you've actually, there's just that left because the other ones aren't running. There might be another little one that might kick in in five years' time, six months' time. If it does, it does. You'll see it. But right now, you've come right back to the baseline of enjoying it. And it's like, okay, I enjoy making money. So make money just for fun. And money is a funny one, you know, because it's, it's got, a, it's, it's got a, a lot of belief systems attached to it and it's different things for different people. So it would be an interesting place to play. It's kind of like putting your hand on the fire a little bit, you know, because will there be like attachments or if there's a goal to make so much in the next 12 months, you know, it's like, okay, what's going to happen if I don't make it? If I make over it, what, what, what is it? Is it going to beef up the eye or is it actually just going to be, okay, that was the result of that part of the game. What's the next part of the game? If you can stay light in it, fantastic. But you've literally just tapped into what pure consciousness is doing, which is just for fun. That's great. Go have fun <laughs> making money. Yeah, yeah. Go have fun making money. Yeah. Go have fun. And other games will show themselves. But that's the one that's showing itself now. Sure. And just watch if it stays clean or if it's a, a breeding ground for mm -hmm. desire and distraction. And mm -hmm. does it bring in a contraction? Mm -hmm. It's a great spiritual practice. Well, life is a spiritual practice, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's definitely the key. Because when I did it before, I did it from a very ego militant driven yes. place yes. and I've taken seven years off eight years off oh. and and now stepping back into the belly of the beast but from perceiving yes like it's it's real estate in New York City yes you know so yes 
It's play. Oh, that's <laughs> for playing. For sure, it's for playing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think the the only it's it's um it's such well I yeah. There's nothing else to say. Thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Keep it wide, keep it open, and if a contraction comes in, whoa, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. But absolutely, if it's being enjoyed, you're on track. Even the shitty parts, even the failures, even the, huh? Mm-hmm. The client did that? Oh, wow. Even if you can find where that's being enjoyed. Hearing the people who've come up thus far and the categorization of good, like this is good or this is, like I am at a place where it's a real appreciation for every experience without, you know, I've been in this profound heartbreak. Sure. And it's been the most glorious, like even thank God for this. Yes, 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 yes. Because pure consciousness is underpinning every experience. And that's only enjoying itself. Mm. Do you see? Mm. It's only enjoying itself. So some part of you is able to access that even through the awful drama. You see? Mm-hmm. Able to access that. So if that's all that's running, the, the human response to something has such low volume that this will be the one. This will actually be your fundamental experience. If you stay as open, mm. you know, in this next phase. That's why. That's why. But you can, you know, everybody gets gets where they're at. Do you know? So, so if somebody has, you know, and their loved one is dying of cancer, well, enjoy it isn't really going to work. Do you know? So, <laughs> you see. But underneath it, it's actually, it's actually being enjoyed. It's actually being enjoyed. But it can sound sick out of context. Mm-hmm. But it's actually being enjoyed. All of it is being enjoyed. Phenomenal, awful stuff that happens phenomenally. Somewhere is being enjoyed. Seemingly awful. Seemingly awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yes. There's a great freedom in, in, in when our system aligns with, with what pure consciousness is fundamentally doing, which is just enjoying itself. Because it can't gain and it can't lose because its view is the totality. It, it, those concepts don't make any sense at all because there's only the totality. You see? Parts move around, but within the totality, so... And really, um, the experience has been, oh, this is happening now. Yes. Oh, yes. this is happening now. Yes. And coming back, circling back to, if it's a question, or not... Like, can one just hang in a witness, or is there something, not that should, there are no shoulds, but, but um, that I should be directing in some way? Or can you really just hang as the observer? And you pick up if something is interesting at the time, like I'm picking it up and engaging with it if it's interesting. Of course. But, um, the sense of you being an individual, is that running? Or are you the character? Like, different ways of saying the same thing. 
the sense of me is running because there is this identification with this one when I look in the mirror. Okay. And at the same time, though, when there is a contraction or a slam or a reaction, uh -huh. there's the capacity to go, that's not true. I am not this. I am not that thought. I am not this body. I am not even when I see my image, but there's still, like when you, the way that you phrased it, there's, it's loose. Okay. It's loose, but definitely the form of, of this one. Okay. So when you get slammed and I'm not this body, I'm not, that comes in, is that a painkiller or is that a natural flow, a natural, a natural seeing of the unreality of it? Like, do I use it as an elixir to uh -huh. not hurt? Uh-huh. Mm. I've had both experiences. Okay. One that's a, that's a, 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 it feels as though it's a rising above or a transcendence in a way, but it's, it's just wide. Yes. You know, there's a wideness. Yes. And... The other is just a soothing of like, oh, that's intense. I am not this. Okay. You know? So okay. Both. So when the second one happens, the, first, the character is trying to make it better for herself. So there's identification yeah. there. Yeah. In the first one, there isn't identification there. It's yeah. just seen for what it is within the context of where the happening happens. Yeah. There's a context which is much broader. You see? Yeah. But when we're trying to make it better for me, of course, that's the ego trying to re respond. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. So it, what you're describing seems to be further back than the observer. What, like, when you're in observer, you, it's very rare that somebody has access to, to the motivation of pure consciousness, which is just to have fun. And it's not a motivation like... like we have motivation in the duality. It's just how it rolls out. You see? So it feels like your perception is a bit wider, actually, and sometimes it, sometimes it zooms in, but it feels like it's a, bit, it's a bit further back than observer. feels like it might be. Um, just, just to say that to you. I have these... comes back to, this is phrasing it a little bit differently, but the belief set that I sit in is that each of us awakens to self individualistically, like in our own, like yours and mine will be yes. differently expressed. Yes. And that in one's life incarnation, uh -huh. I, if it happens, it's not like I could fast track that. Like that's either going to happen or it's not. Correct. So there's uh -huh. a release of happens it happens yes you know yes like I, I came back two years or three years whatever I don't know how long ago but I came back from a spiritual retreat a few years ago and it was this old Catholicism bent of uh -huh. I'm not doing it right I'm not yeah. you know yeah they're, yeah they're, I'm not disciplined enough, or okay. and, and there's a real release in that of going, you know, maybe, like, I can't mess that up, 
Yes. This is the one where I've said, what, like, I don't even know what those pieces are that determine it, but, but yes. it's more of looking for an affirmation of, is that yes. the case? Like, I can just let myself off the hook with, if it happens, great, and if it doesn't, yes. you know. Yes. You can set things up, but you can't make it happen. You know, you can prepare yourself and, and, and do what you can do, but no, you can't make it happen, for sure. You can't make it happen. So all the discipline in the world will not guarantee self-realization. Otherwise, we could bottle it and sell it. I mean, great, you know. We are on yeah. the planet. No, I mean, there, yeah. there is the... It's like, no, there's no guarantee. You can't. You can just, you can just do the best you can, you know. So, so by stopping identification, of course, it, it, there's, there's space for truth to show itself. There's space there. We're not all, otherwise our attention isn't all about me. That's, just, that's the most potent thing we can do. Mm-hmm. And that looks different for everybody, you know. Our, our lives are too diverse. There's, there's, there's too many ways to do it now. It's wonderful, you know. Mm-hmm. It's got to be everybody's different. Having said that, it is important to acknowledge, on a human level, to acknowledge what has been seen. You know, it doesn't make sense to kind of like, because there's no, what, what happens is that you see that there was never anybody, any individual autonomous identity in the body-mind. You, you, you see that. You know, one gets to see that, and we call it self-realization, and you realize what you really are is poor consciousness, and then, and then that identity drops again. So it doesn't make sense to say that I have attained or I have seen the truth or it's like it's like that's 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 a complete clash. Misnomer, is that the word? No, it's complete yeah, like it that's, Yeah, it's like this completely is cancelling itself out in the same sentence. So it doesn't make sense. But what is important is to humanly acknowledge the shifts in perception. You know? And that acknowledgement needs to be there. So you're able to acknowledge that, yeah, there's, there's observing happens a lot of the time. A- acknowledge that it's gone a bit deeper than that. It has gone a bit deeper than that. A- acknowledge it. And somehow that just opens up the ground a bit more. You know? You know? And if ownership comes in, you know you're in trouble. You, you know you're in trouble, you know? There's ownership over it. But still, humanly, an acknowledgement needs to happen. You know? I feel it in the acknowledgement is like I'm able to say to myself that there's a cellular shift. Okay. Because yeah. the contrast of how I used to react yes. is not the same. Yes. You know, so even without mm. my doing, just going through the motions of... Yes waking and laying down, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there was, there was a shift, mm. the, the, my, uh, yeah, there's an acknowledgement, but it's, it's not, it's not so ego-driven of something that I've obtained or I've done. That's right, like, the acknowledgement without the ownership, mm. without owning it, because, because that's, that's not what I'm talking about, it's just acknowledgement, mm-hmm. you know, recognition. You know, and it tends to be drummed out of us because because there's such a, a no-no around. I have seen the truth. It's like that. Of course, that's garbage. But we've kind of lost the need to acknowledge how, how we're doing it. That's important, you know. That's important. You know. 
Excellent. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Life is going to pick you up again, you know? That sounds frightening. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's scary. What else could it be? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love these settings because it's in these settings and the witnessing of, you know, everyone who speaks is speaking an aspect of yes. each of us. And, yes. And yes. always seeing there's a contrast or reference point of seeing where there is a shift like that is part of that recognition for me of like oh yes yeah that's right Whatever. it gives you some sort of a reference point for here and now which which is which is useful and at the same time all reference points will go but it's very useful along the way you know mm-hmm. it's very useful mm-hmm. yeah 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 okay sure i'll see you soon yes <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. Hi. I wanted to check in about my homework to see if something more is uh, encouraged here. And um, you have to remind me. <laughs> okay. Well, to draw it up. well, let me let me start by saying when you talked yesterday about um, how some people skip the I am step and just go to the perceiving, it, it mm-hmm. kind of hit me that 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 was part of my issue. And my issue was when I when you you instructed us to look at the character uh, and notice that love was the connection. I came up here and said, well, you know, I just feel neutrality. Yes. But I think the reason I felt that is because the, the place that was being perceived from was the place of no opposites. Uh-huh. There, was, there was no I and there was no not I. So when the perceiving of the character happened, it was not seen <coughs> as not I. I mean, there was no, so there was no reaction. Okay. It was neutral because... You know, there was no difference. Okay. And the only okay. the only um, aspect of difference, if you even want to call it that, that I could pick up on, was that when you had suggested that exercise in my head, there was um, there was perceiving, there was um, character, and then there was this connection. So I had a visual picture. So the the only the only perturbation at all that I could see is. Uh, uh, the perception of character as being an extension of, but I think that might have been mental as opposed to anything more than the neutrality. So then I went back to the place of I am to see what I saw there. Yes. Okay, so, okay, I will, wait, wait, let me back up. So I, I called this neutrality identity. So the love was, in my mind, I couldn't see a difference. So the, the, you know, love in that aspect seemed to be identity. In other words, not seeing a difference. That was that was how I perceived the love. And I may need to go deeper. I, I miss I miss I miss that. Okay. So 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 the neutrality was identity. Yeah, it was being identical with what was observed. There was no perturbation because there was no difference was seen. It was okay. identity. I mean, okay. not identity in terms of identifying okay. with a char- character per se, but just not seeing a difference between um, whatever 
yeah, it's hard to talk about. Whatever was seeing yes, did not seeing. perceive the character as being different than itself. Okay. So because okay. it saw no difference, it, it, the uh. connection, as, as it looked to me, was identity. You know, yes. In other words, it was identical with what was being seen. Yes. Okay. So, okay. And then when I went to the I am place uh -huh. um, and looked at the character, that looked like looked like two things. One was acceptance. There was no judgment, so mm. it was total mm. acceptance. Yes. And then I remembered we talked about and and you know the I am of course being the creator and the character being the created. So it struck me that if you tuned into um, that creation, so to speak, and you tuned into the acceptance at the same time, that the love you would feel would be um, perfect love. Uh, it would be, it would, it would be probably be the paradigm that um, that people who feel like they've touched God, or or um, that mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. is um, the perfect parent, uh -huh. shall uh -huh. we say? Uh -huh. uh, that that's where that is because you know uh, um, a human parent can't be perfect because they're running their own story too. Sure. So naturally. They don't really have acceptance like you would from the I am position. Yes. So that's that's what I came out with, and I just wanted to check in and make sure that if there was something more, some other angle I should explore that mm. you could advise me. And isn't it interesting that the Bible is full of God is love, God is love, God is love. Yes. Oh yes. You yes. Know, and I was raised Bible is like yeah. Yeah. That. I was raised Catholic. Yeah. yeah. And, that's and the there's message. there's some truth in it because that thread is there, and of course there's that you can tune into love when you're doing spiritual work you tune into love so so it's all it's all there everything's pointing mm -hmm. towards it mm -hmm. okay so how far back can you go well i would i obviously jumped back to that perceiving where there were no opposites and i've been yes. i've noticed that i've actually done that a fair amount lately because when i work with my inquiry partner and she asks me a question i go that question doesn't make any sense from this perspective uh -huh. and now i'm realizing uh -huh. what's happened and oh, there was another aspect of yes. this too because when, um, when Michelle was talking about being one with Target the other day, yes. I was a little envious, you know, I'm going, I don't get to be one with anything. So when this all came together, the ego kicks in and says, oh, that's because you're skipping a step, aren't you wonderful? And I'm sitting there laughing. I've never laughed at myself Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, it was, I could just feel that separation, and it was great because. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I was like, this is really great because, yeah, you know, the, you know, the, you got, I mean, normally I would beat myself up for having a feeling like that. Yeah. But I, I didn't. No, so it's hilarious the stories that the ego comes yeah, up with yeah. and the angle it takes, and it's hilarious. Yes, yeah. yes. And yeah, it was yeah. so crazy because that yeah. didn't happen at all, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes, it didn't yes, happen so, at so all. So that was really good. Yes. And, and uh, I'm. And, and maybe the question I should ask, if you um, and you might tie it into what we just talked about, if if it's appropriate, when when people are up here talking about money, and you were talking about the uh, the base chakra being uh -huh. about security, I mean that's an issue for me is security. Money means security to me, and oh, I've been okay. trying to work on that one a lot too. So okay. you know that's kind of uh, any advice would be welcome. 
Okay. Pointers, you know? Okay. So there's a lot going on here. And what there's is a lot going on, yeah. Yes, on, on, and you've all the different <laughs> levels pumping at the same time. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I figured I'd get it all out and then you could you know, kind of, kind of point <laughs> you know. me in the direction that seems best. And okay. I'll be back tonight and do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So from that place of of the where the interconnection is seen, can you go prior to that? Well, as long as I think of a character, it seems like there's... I mean, as long as I think of perceiving and a character, it seems like... Um, I guess maybe I'm not understanding the question because I'm realizing as I'm trying to phrase it, I'm, I'm having trouble. Okay. So, so for you, the character and perceiving it, there's, there's, there's the interconnection. When I'm looking for it, and, and it's different yeah, what if I perceive from the place of no opposites or if I perceive from the I am. And I'm realizing I can distinguish the two to yes. some extent. Yes. That's great. That's great. Whether I can do it on command, I'm not sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you have access to where perception tells you that the character never was at all? That none of this actually is happening at all? See. I think that maybe not. I mean what I what I came to was perceiving but there was, uh, it, it almost felt like all the phenomena, I guess, if you will, is, is inside the perceiving. Uh, yes, perfect, perfect. Okay. Yes. So that's as far back as I just went. Okay. And, and should I try to go back more tonight? Can all of that collapse, is the all question. Can collapse? Oh, okay. I don't think I've experienced that, but all I right. can try. That's the invitation. Okay, okay, great. Can all of that collapse? Not, not a concept. It's like it's got to yeah. show itself to you. you exactly. know? I mean, we can. Yeah. It's not about setting up concepts. It's about like, look here, look here, look here. Okay. So I'll invite that like I invited the understanding about love. Exactly. Yes, because that actually is a really good process for me. Great. Fantastic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more interested in, in going that way with you. Okay rather than dealing with the stuff in the world. Okay. It's like, let's widen this and see what it fries. Okay. It'll fry stuff for you. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> yeah, it will. It'll fry stuff for you. And some people got to go in and just dig out the muck and deal with the issues. And other people, by going back, this stuff gets fried. For most, it's, it, there's a mixture of both. But, but for mm -hmm. you, going back is actually going to do an awful lot of that. Yeah, it's, it'll just reorganize an awful lot of that stuff for you. Okay, great. 
Great. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that because I really like the part about laughing at the ego this morning. Yes. More <laughs> of that. More of that. You just get to see, oh my God, it's ridiculous. And, 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 and it's fine that the ego is running its story because it's just so it's hilarious. I and mean, how could I take it seriously? You know, so there's some part of the mind that, that, that is able to rationalize it from a totally, totally new perspective. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> totally freedom from the, yeah, 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 from the ego, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that will be my homework? Yes, that's your homework. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, we're Appreciate going further back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love homework. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing to do because, yeah. Because, I guess I haven't done it as a student. <laughs> no, but it's a good thing to do. It's, you know, it's, it, it's a task and, and you're exploring yourself yes. and you're doing the work yourself. So you're more equipped when you go home, you know? Yes, yes. And, and it makes you want to grab more tools. So it, it makes sense. Well, thank yeah. you very much. You're thank very you. Welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Ginny. Is your hand? Yeah. It's like you're at an auction, Sri Ram. It's like I'm not trained in the subtleties, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Hello, my dear. Really <coughs> Jack. Really good to be here. And, uh, Every time I come up with a question, someone else comes up and asks it. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> but I figure I want to come up anyway. Yeah, come up anyway. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to talk a little bit about what happened last night okay. during uh, Kirtan, yeah. where um, in the beginning of Kirtan, my mind was doing the normal, oh, you know, this doesn't, my, my voice doesn't sound good, or that person over there is showing off, or, you know, whatever. And then after a while, um, I felt like um, I was experiencing the the perceiver in the back. And um, all of a sudden, toward the the end of the singing, my voice kind of changed, and my breathing changed, and I realized that that I was, it was like I was being sung kind of like I was a harmonium, you know? And someone was like, or something was, was doing this with the breath and the, so- and the sound was coming out. And, um, <clears throat> and I really was grooving on that. And then afterwards with the meditation, I, um, I, was, I just had my eyes shut and all of a sudden I saw this intense darkness and my body temperature went up. A lot, and I thought, oh, I'm having a hot flash here. <laughs> but <laughs> all the women can get this. Yes. But, um, but it lasted for uh, about I don't know three or four minutes. Uh, and not a hot flash. No. Yeah. And while it was happening, oh, I forgot one thing, um, which is that um, I believed a, um, a a bladder infection into existence. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I've been having this UTI going on. Yeah. Um, so during the singing, I, while I was experiencing that being sung, I was focusing my awareness down in my, yeah. my bladder. To heal yourself? To heal myself. Yes, good. And, and then after that, the, the, you know, there was a darkness and there was a roaring in my ears that happened, kind of like when I've had the experience of passing out. And there was a little fear that I watched come up and it said, you better open your eyes because something's happening. And I went, no, I'm going to go with this. I'm just going to like 
let this happen, whatever it is. And then after it was all over, <clears throat> I had that helium balloon feeling that I always have when I'm around you. <laughs> I wanted to ask about that too. Sometimes it's a little hard to function because I feel like, you know, my brain turns to ash and catches on fire and then my concepts are kind of shattered and then my head gets really big and then I'm kind of back to square one integration again. But um, So, is there a question in here? Uh, Did the UTI shift a little bit? Well, that's the interesting thing. Now, remember when we talked about the, the roaring in the ears? Yes. Well, that continued, I had a hard time sleeping, it continued about halfway through the night. Mm. And then, now it seems fine. Mm. Um, I'm not sure I have those little strips I could test. I was kind of using this, like, sure, maybe I can get rid of this without antibiotics. Yes, maybe. Because I've already gone through two different types. Oof. <clears throat> okay. And on the way here, when I realized I still had it, uh, I went to a walk-in clinic and they said, oh no, we just found out today that we don't take your insurance. And then I went to another one and they were out for lunch and I thought, okay, I'm not supposed to go this route. So it has been a, a focal point, sure. you know, which is fine. Okay. And, um, you know, it's not that bad. Okay. But I'm aware of it. Do you know if it has shifted because of last night? Uh, Do you notice any big it's hard to know. Okay. I don't notice a big difference know. yet. Okay. But, um... It'd just be interesting though, huh? It will be. Mm. It will be. Mm. It's something I could tell my friends when I come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that's happened in my life is that about two years ago, my mother moved in with me. Oh. And um, me, my husband and I. And that has actually been such a wonderful experience because she's 91. I am given the opportunity of watching what happens when the mind breaks down and yes. when the body breaks down. Yes. And uh, it's so interesting how her personality is changing. And luckily for the better, she's, mm. as her memory goes, uh. she's being, you know, she's like a child again. She's mellowing. She's mellowing. And, um, and then sometimes things happen where... A couple times she's had a fall. I seem to always be in the room. Mm. And this one time she fell and I caught her and I was holding her in my arms. She cracked her head and I was looking at her and she looked up at me and she said, Where is your mother? Oh, and I went, Whoa! Uh, yeah, and it yes, just kind of yeah. like flipped me into this yes, yes. place. Yes. Yes. And which was wonderful. Yeah. You know? Because um, it made me wonder. Yes. Where is my mother? Where is <laughs> she wasn't there in that moment. <laughs> and she was not really my mother anyway. Yes, she's not your mother. Anymore. You know. So yes. I, I feel like um, I'm having, I'm fine with it. My husband is getting a little bit to the end of his patience with it. Sure. So there, okay. is, there is maybe a drama that's going to be happening, but yeah. it's not happening right now. Yeah. So I don't want to make a story about it and yeah. react to it. And that's life. It'll roll how it has that's to roll. That's life. Mm. Yeah. 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 But for the most part, I'm uh, 
you know, in my meditations before I came here, I was doing a lot of um, breathing is happening, breathing is happening, or using sound, okay. you know, without labeling it uh-huh, as just, uh-huh. you know, something as a focus. Yes. Um, like Chuck, I love my work and, and I get out of the way when I'm doing it, yes. which is a blessing. So, uh, but I have noticed I have some impatience with, with, with friends who are doing spiritual practices which involve a lot of yuha, blah, 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 you know, to me. <laughs> yes. And uh, so I think I need to, so I know there's a lack of compassion there. There's a little judgment going on. And it's mostly with a, a lot of the psychological story work, you know, where they will try to, when I talk to them, they'll try to make it in as, oh my God, your mother's living with you? <gasps> you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yes. I, um, I do feel, though, that uh, the work that we've done so far has been really helpful. You know, the shift in perception. The shift in perspective, and also what you said about um, the just the <laughs> perceiving. You know, that space of perceiving. I feel like I can just touch. Yes. Touch it. Good. You know, I, I can't think. Yes. But it, it's, I kind of sense something. Yes, like there's no thinking there. It doesn't and work. then I, I somehow, my, my thoughts very calm down a lot. Uh-huh. And so I can stay in there for a while. Uh-huh. So, any special homework? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, would be, it would be great if it could all ground a bit more. Mm-hmm. If it could just come down into the torso a bit more. Mm, to the healing balloon. Yeah. 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 I do a lot of yoga and that does help. Does it help? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a whole vacant room next to <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe even like 10 minutes before we... T- you know, oh, I have been. Great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Whatever helps you to bring it in, to lend it. Tunk. Yeah. Just, yeah, it just feels a bit ethereal. Yeah, it's just head. a bit up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? Um, when there is that kind of judgment of others, is there, is there also a judgment of the Gini character? Oh, sure. I'm judging myself, judging them. Okay. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. Can yeah. both be dropped without being corrected? Just dropped? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Wherever, there are times when, when it is. Yeah, wherever that is running, yeah. just... Just drop, drop, drop it. Let's go into acceptance. This is how consciousness is doing it, and it's somehow doing it better than what I imagine I could improve on it. You know, it's like, this has to be okay, because this is what's happening. So the universe has accepted it. So what am I going to do, reject it? It's my arrogance. Indeed. So so that would be a really good one to nip. Yeah. That'd be a good one to nip. In some way, it's like... When you talk about it, it's like it's setting up a little, um, uh, a, 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 like, you know, one of those 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 kind of strainer type devices that looks like the top of this that you put over yeah. the sink, the hole yeah. in the sink yeah. to stop yeah. pieces of food going down or whatever you washed yeah. in the sink. You know, it's it's like that. It's it's like it's it's actually a real block in terms of dr- stuff dropping in and mm. you integrating stuff. Okay, that layer is causing more disruption than what you could imagine. Okay. That layer actually is very, it's, 
it's 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 rigid. It's doing a bit of stalling. It's it, an obstacle. Is it located somewhere? <coughs> Can you see that it's located somewhere in my body? It's actually in your head. It's actually okay. here. Okay. When you talk about it, it's here. Okay. It's here. It's just like this this, this metal grid. Uh, you know, if I were to put yeah, a shape and it. color on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it is. And and it's like, it's it's blo- no wonder stuff can't can't come in. And yeah. it's actually, it, that's how it's manifesting. That that's it's The role it's playing is because it's seeing separation. It's mm. seeing a divide. It's feeling a divide and how it's coming out in your perception. Mm. Is, is through judgment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That has to be nipped. Mm-hmm. That has to be nipped. So whether it's through acceptance of everything or, or, or if you're just able to just, ah, drop that loop, drop that loop. Mm-hmm. No, it's mm-hmm. no go. Mm-hmm. Not investing in that perception. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, you've got to be really strict with it. Okay. You've really got to nip that. Got it really got to nip that and, and, and that'll help actually hugely great yeah great. it's just a fine obstacle in there okay yeah yeah it's got to go okay mm. thank you mm. <laughs> okay <laughs> and even you can ask it to show itself or you know you can like <coughs> what is this what is this what, what you know I'm, I'm done with this perception now this way of thinking is stopping so all right, what is involved? What else do I need to know now about this thing going? You know, and in a way you can become the manager of that loop. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that gives us another insight into what it's doing, if it's ready to die off, if, if, if we're gaining something out of it, if we've got a little hidden benefit, mm-hmm. you know, and we might need to see that if that's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, thank you. Sure. It's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs>